You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Let's get you to Australia. Our Australian correspondent is Adam Peacock from codesports.com.au and various other media platforms in Australia. Adam, good to chat as always. The NRL season getting underway this weekend, but in Las Vegas with a couple of games tomorrow. What sort of cut through do you reckon the NRL will get up there in Vegas? Yeah, it's really hard to tell, um, actually, Piney, and, and good afternoon. It, it's, I don't know. Like you, You're hearing all the stories, and obviously the coverage from the Australian media is pretty bullish about what they're going to do and what they hope to do, and I have read some things that have made me chuckle, like they're going to have a, like Daily Cherry Evans is the, can be the David Beckham of the NRL and all this, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, it's all just, you know, put, maybe hit the brake and then put the handbrake up a little bit as well. Um, it's... The first year, it's going to build from what it is. It looks to have been set up pretty well. The field looks spectacular. They rolled that into the Super Bowl venue last night. Um, if they get 40,000, that's a great result. But how it how it builds from here will be intriguing. And if they're, they're, they look to be spending a hell of a lot of money, now, is it sustainable, that? Because they'll want to get some revenue. They'll want to get some return on their investment. So um, from, the, from a distance, it looks okay at the moment. But I'll be intrigued to hear from the crew that are on the ground about how it really is. Can you see a time when there would be a full round up there? Eight matches played over a weekend at Allegiant Stadium up in Vegas? Uh, no, but I could see a time when they maybe try a different venue as well. Like They maybe try to go to a Japan and then they have a couple of games over in the US and then a couple of games in Japan or something like that over a weekend. I, I can't see them doing a a super, like a magic round or a super rugby round um, in the one location with all games played there, I just think the cost would be too too um, sky high and that they wouldn't get that return. But I, I, full, it must be said, the way that they've done this as opposed to the AFL trying to go into China is just nine and day. So they've done really well with um, trying to bed down and do the right things and talk to the right people and do it the right way. So... We'll see if it works. All right. Well, all of the Super Rugby teams are in the same place this weekend. Super Rugby's Super Round in Melbourne, which uh, I guess given recent events is a rather unfortunate place for this. But um, I see the Melbourne Rebels had a win last night, which is a nice uh, nice little boost for them. What sort of crowds do you think they'll get across the weekend at Amy Park? Oh, hopefully they get some okay ones. I mean, it's a pretty good game, pretty intriguing prospect with um, the, the Crusaders and the Warriors taking taking on each other a bit later on with the ex-coach up against the, the team who might have an ex-coach very, very soon if your reports are correct over here that Darren Coleman's um, head's on the chopping block which I just find very rugby um, that he, he could be he could be in danger because the, the Waratahs are losing patience with him but um, yeah last night it was uh, the, the team that's soon to be extinct against the team that came back from the dead no longer extinct and the team that's about to go into the, dinos- the land of the dinosaurs um, got up so yeah, it's um it's a good concept the Super Rugby um all in one location, and I get that they took it to Melbourne. It's just the worst possible timing, which seems to happen a lot with Australian rugby at the moment. There's an amazing doco out at the moment. I wonder if you guys get it over there. The, the Eddie Jones tenure at uh, at the Wallabies at the World Cup. It's um it's car crash. But it's um, you can't look away. Yeah, I was just going to describe it in exactly that way. Yeah, we had the chance to watch it over here. It's uh, it's compelling viewing for uh, for well for us all the right reasons. Wow. It's 
For you guys, it's 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 actually listed on your streaming service under the the, the comedy banner, isn't it? I mean, it's not a drama or anything like that. So no, you're anyway. right. And speaking of crowds, uh, the Matildas have no problem uh, attracting spectators. Fifty four thousand turning up to watch them play Uzbekistan midweek. Could any other Australian sports team playing Uzbekistan get fifty four thousand along? Oh, hard to think. Hard to think they could. No, I, like they could dead set play Mongolia and play the MCG and sell it out. The, the love of this team is is no knowing no bounds. And talking to a lot of people at grassroots level, it, it has had the effect. Football New South Wales state that I live in here in, in Australia, um, they put out their figures yesterday. They're saying that um, figures are up twenty percent, and for girls aged five to twelve, it's up twenty eight percent in terms of registrations for the forthcoming winter season. That is purely the Matildas effect. So it's up to the football in this country to try and capitalise on it. Not holding my breath there, Pine, as you know. But, um, yeah, it's just amazing what the, what the, those women have done for the sport and, indeed, the, the Matildas full stop for, for however long I'll be walking the earth. I think it'll be that popular. Absolutely. Because I saw they, they put some um, some goalkeeper jerseys on sale, didn't they? And they sold out in yeah. minute, minutes. Incredible. Yeah, Nike copped it over the World Cup that you could buy the jersey, but you couldn't buy the... You can buy the buy the playing jersey, but you can buy the goalkeeper jersey, and because the the style of those very much girls who want to be goalkeepers as well, but also girls who you know like their style, they look at Mackenzie Arnold and playing in the purple and go, "I want a piece of that. That looks great." And you couldn't buy it, and it went on sale last week, and then bang, um, away they went. So yeah, uh, I think there's a buck to be made there somehow. Absolutely right. Always great chatting, mate. Thanks indeed. We'll do it again next Saturday. Didn't want to talk cricket. Uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk again next week, as I say. <laughs> see how it pans out. Cheers, Bonnie. Thanks, thanks for bringing that up. Yes, I guess we will see how it pans out. I can tell you how it's panning out at the moment. Australia one twenty-two for four, a lead of three hundred and twenty-six runs, with uh, six second innings wickets in hand, um, going along fairly nicely. Uh, Cameron Green twenty-two not out off the back of his unbeaten one seventy-four in the first innings. Travis Head unbeaten on twenty-eight. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.